Hey, hey, hey. Good day, good evening, good morning, Grand Rising. Good afternoon. Um, whatever time of day this finds you, whatever time of day you have played this and shared your time and energy with me, thank you. This is Introspective Healing 88. And today is Sunday, April 16th, 2023. I am in my living room waiting for my master child, star child, my intuitive, super intuitive child to wake up from her little slumber. Um, and I am, I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm living in gratitude. I'm living in happiness. I'm living in self-love and self-care and accountability and mindfulness and awareness. And I am in this constant um, process of elevation. Even when I feel uncomfortable, especially when I feel uncomfortable, um, I often sit back and I and I say, Yanni, just because this is uncomfortable, this does not mean that it's a bad thing. This means that you're getting shaken up because you are meant for greatness. These are conversations I have with myself. But today, 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 um, I have been reading my book, The Language of Letting Go, and it has been such a stable in my healing and um, my progression in who I am today. Even though I've been on this path for a while now, of course, um, processing emotions is something that I'm still adapting to because ever since I was a child, I had kind of programmed myself and also been programmed to believe that I had to internalize every single emotional. And I just had a convers every single emotion. And I just had a conversation quickly um, yesterday. It was brief, but it was with one of my exes. Technically, that's how I can describe him. But he has been a friend, a lifelong friend um, for how old am I? Since I was 15, I'm 35 today. That's 20 years, right? I'm horrible at math. So 25. Uh, yeah, I, you guys do the math because my brain just like, yeah, we're not about to sit here and carry the one and subtract. Yeah, y'all figure that out. But um, I just had this this little conversation with him yesterday and it was brief. We were on the phone for like three or four minutes. Um. And we're both Aquarius. So it's like we have this inner knowing. We have this interconnectedness. And I'm not saying just him and I. I'm saying like, you don't have to believe me, but this is my belief process. Every Aquarius that I know, I fucking love. And we're all so very different. But at the same time, we're so alike. Um, so I have many Aquarius friends and family. And like we have different aspects of ourselves. But in the root we are the same because Aquarius, every single Aquarius I know, enjoys solitude, enjoys being left alone, enjoys processing their emotions on their own. There are people who, there are people who constantly need 
to be surrounded by others in order for their energy to be elevated, for their energy to be recuperated, for their, for their energy to feel loved and all these things. Me, I feel loved when my, when my love languages or my boundaries are respected. When someone just understands me, even if they don't understand me, listen to that. When someone understands me, even when they don't understand me, they learn me enough to give me the the time that I need to myself to not question or make it difficult or, or, or judge me for the choices that I make for myself. That doesn't bother anybody outside of me. It's just the way that I am programmed, the way that I choose to, to heal and all of these things. So, um, but in short, what I was trying to get at was that we have different love languages. And what I've learned is that since I was a child, I have learned to analyze my emotions mentally and what what is the correct wording that I use? Because it was so good. It was like an aha moment, like Oprah says, like it was an aha moment. When I said it, I got chills throughout my whole body because I'm onto something. When I say these things, when I get chills, it's confirmation from spirit that I'm supposed to be saying that, or this is something, look, I got chills right now. (laughs) Um, it's something that I'm supposed to be speaking, something that I just inner know, that I just know within myself without no concrete proof or evidence or scientific facts behind it or anything like that. It's just an inner knowing of myself and these things that I was born with that I can't explain. I just know what I know. As my best friend Tamika would say, she's like, you just know that you know that you know that you know. So, um, and So I I have to say it this way, even though signs aren't, um, it's not all about signs. And of course we have a birth chart, so we carry all signs within our charts, within our beings. So, but my sun sign, I was born in Aquarius for a reason. And that was my main something. I communicate my Mercury, which is all about communication is a, is an Aquarius. So ever since I was a child, I learned to interpret my feelings or analyze my feelings in a logical way. Because I think my feelings through. And now as an, an as an adult at 35 years old, well, I want to say in the last five years, I have learned to actually process and validate my own emotions. Because ever since I was a child, I, I used to be made to feel that I had no reason to feel the way that I did. I had no reason to feel tired because I was a child. I had no reason to feel down or depressed. Like, I didn't... Ha- it, I was made to believe that because I was such a child and because I was a, 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 a little person or because I was just a child, I didn't have the right to feel the feelings that I felt as a child. So as an adult, I, I'm, I'm very quick to validate someone else's feelings. And when someone else is in front of me or if they are um, 
expressing themselves or sharing their stories or their feelings, I always tell them, you are allowed to feel the way that you do. The way that you feel is valid. You do not need to over explain it. You don't need to explain it. If that is what you feel, then that is what you feel. Allow yourself to feel that and process it and let it go, release it. And I have chills again. So now even with my daughter, I have to reparent myself because she has huge feelings. She will let you know whether she's sad, mad, upset, ecstatic, angry, bitter, um, envious. When she, when she, listen, it was my nephew's 11th birthday yesterday, right? And, uh, he, she, my daughter spent the whole week with in between my sister, my older sister's house and my, my parents' house. She stayed at my parents' house for like two days. Um, my parents do not have Wi-Fi or anything like that. So my child was struggling over there because she couldn't use her iPad. Her iPad is connected to, to Wi-Fi and all the, the things. So she was trying to use my, like my mother's hotspot. Anyways, she, she loves spending time outside of my house, which is granted my, my house is my piece. And she, she, she's a social butterfly. She loves being around other people. She loves being around her cousins. She loves being around kids and other people. She actually adores my oldest sister. She actually loves my middle sister too, but I guess she spends more time with my other sister because she lives in the Bronx and it's closer to her to get to her. Anyways, so yesterday they went to, um, Billy B's. And so you guys know, I, I, (laughs) I struggle with, being in places that has too many people. So I had to mentally prepare myself because I was like, okay, I have to go get my child. I have to go give my nephew his birthday present. I have to show up, right? So I was at home. I was relaxing, whatever, enjoying my last few moments moments of solitude. But I mentally prepared myself to go. So I go and I'm just like doing what I have to do to protect myself energetically because I'm not trying to pick up on other people's emotions or it was it was high volume because there was a lot of kids running around. It was a lot of adults. It was cool, though. I wasn't overwhelmed or anything like that. Um, and that I remember that we have a group chat. So we were there like sending each other, uh, videos and messages before they even got to, to, um, the mall, Billy B's. And I remember my sister sending pictures of like my nephew and the gifts that he was getting and how his, his, his reactions to things. Cause that's, a, that's something that we do for ourselves because that's how we notice that our kids are fucking growing so fast. And so she sent a video or a photo of my daughter just having the worst attitude, just like you see. And she makes this face. I, I Like those of you who know me or know us know that she does this face that when she's not getting enough attention, like nothing else matters. So because it was my nephew's birthday yesterday and all he was getting all the attention and all the affection and all this love and all these gifts her little Sagittarius her little Sagittarius ass took that really personal and it was like I want my birthday to be here and I'm like I had I listen I've constantly explained to my child like it can't be your birthday every day 
every single person has a birthday. Every single person has a day to themselves that belongs to them. Your birthday is in December. You're December, baby. We are in April. Can other people have birthdays? And she, she's not trying to hear it. Like, I don't know. I hope, I'm hoping she just grows out of that and just like over time she realizes, oh shit, the world doesn't revolve around me, right? So, and then that's the thing, like that, like I, I, <laughs> I start talking about one thing and I go to another, but this is, this is Yenny, this is me, this is my rawness. I accept myself. I love myself. I hold myself accountability. I have faced humility. I have been humiliated. My fucking pregnancy, I was deeply fucking humiliated because here I am pregnant by some dude. And I have to say it this way because now I've learned. I'm pre- pregnant by some dude that I believed in his words more than his actions. And that that's when I started my awakening process because I had to experience that in order for me to learn. Like, Yenny, you can't go by what people tell you. You have to go by what they show you. And take your time with people because people will show you something completely different from what they really are, right? Because people love to wear masks, but that's a whole nother story. Let me stick to what I was saying. So I have five Sagittarius placements within my birth chart. I have multiple other placements as well. Um, but I just find it interesting that I, I have a Sagittarius mother, um, my ex-partner, Sagittarius, one of my very best friends, Sagittarius, my daughter, Sagittarius. And it's like, okay, now I'm completely aware that I have lessons to learn within this sign. And it's like, oh my God, what the fuck? So what I'm learning about Sagittarius is that they're very, Sagittarius are very, um, creative very creative they have and some of them oh they have like this deep insecurity wound i mean we all have insecurities but what i'm noticing it's like it's like it's like a lot of times i would see that people will try to project confidence but it's a mask because internally you're actually very insecure I have to work on that with my baby because like she needs to know that she is the star. She is the end all be all. Not in a cocky, I'm better than you type of way, but you are the best you. You are the only you. You don't need the approval of others. You do not need others. You are self-sufficient. You are my daughter. You are blessed. You are highly favored. You are protected. You are loved. You are love. And these are part of the affirmations that we say every single day. And these are things that I have her stand in front of the mirror and program herself to believe. Even as uncomfortable as it was the first few times, like she didn't even want to look in the mirror. She she got real shy even looking at herself in the mirror, saying it out loud. Like now she'll just say it and it's like, okay, next. But it's like, I don't want her to lose that spark. I want her to listen to the words that she's saying about herself to herself because she is all of these things. So... Um, back to my, my story was that, that Aquarius, what I've noticed is that our misery does not like company. And I've noticed that other people, they 
prefer to share their misery with other people. And it's not about, oh, I'm going to share this and we're going to find solutions. But it's more like, oh my God, let me relive this shit continuously and not do anything about it to change because I have created every single scenario that is a no. Like you, I have, yo, I, I, this is why I revert to myself. This is why I keep to myself most of the time. Because if I hear, my ears are, are, are red right now. If I hear somebody telling me the same story over and over and over again, all I'm thinking is, and if I offer some solutions to something and you keep saying, no, that's not going to work, absolutely not, then I I'm going to pull away. I'm going to let you do you. It's all love and light. At the end of the day, it's all love to you. You can choose to do what you want to do. Know that I love you. Know that I send you well wishes. Know that I pray for you. Know that I, I, I want the best for you. But if you keep saying no, 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 and you keep giving a problem to every solution, then you on your own. That is what you're choosing at the end of the day, you are choosing to live in that. You're choosing to be that way. You're not, you're actively choosing to not change. And I noticed that within my last partner, God bless him and God bless his journey because he has been through a traumatic shit. But I, I, I wish you healing when you are able to sit with yourself and listen to people who actually love you and come from a place of love and and knowing what pain feels like and knowing what abandonment feels like. I've had the abandonment wound. I've had I've had attachment issues. I used to fucking get attached to people just by their fucking company cuz they made me feel safe and around in a way. But what I noticed about myself is that I, this is why I'm self-sufficient because I feel safe in my own energy, right? So my thing is I feel other people's emotions, even when they're not saying it. And sometimes I care so much about people that I start protecting them in the way that I needed to be protected as a child. But when I do that, I protect them more than I protect my physical self today. And then I neglect myself. I abandon myself by choosing to protect other people's feelings instead of validating my own. And that's that I can't, Yanni cannot afford to do that anymore. She refuses. I refuse. I am important to me. I have to take care of me and what I want and need around me. I'm about to sneeze because I'm about to say some shit that I'm supposed to be saying. I want and desire and need people around me who will feed me the way I feed them. 
because then we're equally feeding each other and none of us are feeling drained. I'm not pouring more into your cup that has holes in it while I'm deflating myself and depleting myself. Nah, I need and desire and deserve what I give to other people to be given to me. That's why I can tell other people from the love of my heart because people don't love like I do. And my love is intense, but pure, passionate, but pure, passionate and good intentional. Like I have good intentions. I don't ever wish anyone any malice. If I welcome you into my life for whatever fucking reason, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I did X, Y, and Z for you 10 years down the line. Because whenever I do something for somebody else, my spirit Something within me, my good heartedness is what motivated me. My intuition led me to do that. So what I was saying is that Yeni no longer will tolerate people who just take, 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 take and don't add to it. My mental health is not going to accept that. My boundaries are not going to accept that. My higher self is like, hell fucking no. (coughs) So. The universe is going to keep throwing lessons at us that we haven't learned from and that we haven't healed from. And even if we think we have healed from it or we think that we're past it, it's gonna, it's gonna pull the fucking rug up under our feet. And you're gonna feel those intense feelings of like loss and and abandonment and or, oh, why did I even do that in the first place? But it's a reminder to keep going because it doesn't hurt as bad as it did last time, does it? Nah. Like, it still hurts, of course, because you're a loving person. But at the end of the day, it doesn't hurt as much as it did the first time because now you ha- you, you're coming from a different place. You're coming from awareness. You're coming from, oh, I understand why bad hats had happened. I understand why it happened the way that it did. I understand this, that, and a third. So now you come from a place of like, Yeah, the universe is not going to allow me to have anyone or anything around me that's not for my highest self or for my highest good. And as long as I'm doing the inner work, I'm going to keep elevating. As long as I'm doing things from a place of love and I'm not sitting here judging others or holding grudges or holding shit against other people because I can look in the mirror and say, Yenny, you remember that time that you, um, let me, let, let me see something that I can say right now that is just like, oh shit, she is, she is self-aware. Remember that time that you said that you weren't going to, um, associate with, your daughter's father, but because you convinced yourself that you have a connection through your child, you kept letting him back in mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And he kept showing me who he was. 
Mind you, I don't wish him any harm, but that's a reality I had to face and deal and work through. Homeboy showed me who he was, not only to me, right? But to my daughter. Like, there's times that my daughter, like, I used to get so upset, right? Because two years ago, I was still living my last shit. Even a couple months ago, my daughter would sit here and FaceTime him and he wouldn't pick up the phone. He wouldn't pick up the phone and I would get so angry. Like, yo, it's not even me calling you, my dude. Like, one, I never call you. I don't call people. I I don't. If my daughter's not with you, I'm not calling you. So I would peep that she would call him and he wouldn't answer. But then I would notice that she would, like, call her brother and her brother would pick up. God bless him. He's so adorable. And then I would hear her say, Daddy, why you didn't pick up my call? Because he's in the background. It's not like he's he's busy or doing anything that's preventing him, like driving or some shit. There's been times that he picked up when she he was. But the point is that that's who he is. And I'm not going to sit here and condemn him because he has to live with the fact of who he is at the end of the day. He has to live with the fact of the choices that he's made. He has to live with the fact that, my dude, you got an answer to her one day. I I don't badmouth you to her. I don't badmouth him to her at all. And you know how hard that shit has been? It's not even that it's been hard, but it's like for me to be on my healing journey and doing this shit all by myself and then having someone who refuses to just be a decent human being or a consistent person to our daughter. Like I'm a cool ass fucking co-parent at the end of the day. I don't ask you for shit. My dude, you're not on child support. Nothing. You want none of those things and you still actively choose to move the way that you do. I'm I have, I'm not trying to control you. I have no desire to control you and I have no desire to control the situation. If this were a perfect world, um, you and I would be co-parenting. She'd be with you half the time. She'd be with me half the time. But that's you have literally shown that you only don't want to deal with my child when you want to deal with her. And at the end of the day, I'm letting her see you for who you really are. And you probably listen to my podcast sometimes. You probably don't. I don't know. I wish you well. I pray over you. I pray over your kids. I pray over um, your partner. I pray for healing for you and your family, for you, period. I pray for people that I no longer am in contact with anymore because that's just who I am. Nobody asked me to pray for them, but that's just what I feel within myself to do because everybody needs some type of prayer. And you never realize, you never really know who actually prays for you that you don't even speak to anymore. But that's what, what I, I'm different. I know that I'm different. I was made to be different. I was made to have this inner knowing of things and people and places. I was made to always see the light in people, the good in people, because I know what it's like to be condemned. I know what it's like to, to, to have people judge you. I know what it's like to have people think less of you. I know what it's like to have people um, project their insecurities onto you. I know what it's I know what all of that is like. I'm so dizzy right now. I just sat up 
and like everything spinning. But I know I've said a lot. <laughs> it's been a little bit all over the place. But um It's going to be a beautiful spring. It's going to be a beautiful summer and I'm here for it. I'm 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 in a great place in my life right now where <clears throat> I don't want to associate with anyone or anything that has any hidden intentions or doesn't have any any desire to grow from within. And when I say grow, I mean hold yourself accountable. Be able to handle the truth. Not only think that you're telling someone the truth and they're unable to take that as truth, but actually sitting down and and learning to, to differentiate people who have good intentions with you, people who mean well for you, people who come from a place of love. And when, when they see something in you and they want to hold you accountable is because they want better for you. I only want people like that in my corner. I had one of my good friends. This is my brother. This is like blood couldn't have made, couldn't make us any thinker. Shout out to Hustle Man D. T-shirt um, guru. He makes t-shirts. He makes sweaters. He Anything. Well, I forgot his slogan. Anything you need, I got it. And if I don't got it, I'm going to get it. Or something along those lines. Hustle Man D on all social media platforms. Um, Hustle, H-U-S-T-L-E-M-A-N-D-E-E. If it's not D-E-E, it's just Hustle Man D, the letter D. (coughs) And if you get anything off of him, tell him Yenny sent you. I'm not going to get no discounts, and I don't do it for discounts, but that's my boy. I need him to know that that I'm, I'm shouting him out. But... Like this is, this is, I've known this, this being since 2003 and we've been solid friendship. Like we can go months without talking and he'll shoot me a text or he'll call me and he knows I don't do calls, but sometimes he'd be like, yo, can you talk for a minute? Cause he's always driving. He's always working. He's always doing something. He's always out and about hustle man D hello. It's in the name. Um, he recently checked up on me um, because he met my last partner. He recently, he was like, yo, you good? That's all he needed to say. And then I went into a whole like summarization of everything that's been happening. Cause he, know, he knows I've been extra quiet lately. And he knows like, like w- w- since we've been connected, <clears throat> it's just this, this like inner knowing of my lifelong friends that, that really give a fuck about me, right? I don't have to speak to you every day for me to know that it's love there. Like I can always count on you if I ever need it. <coughs> and he messaged me. He's like, yo, you good? And then I, I gave him a, he was like, yo, that's, that's, that's crazy. Uh, I was thinking about you the other day and I said, let me shoot her a text. But then he, he got sidetracked and it happens because that's how we are. <laughs> um, but he was like, yo, you know, like, You've always pushed through mad fucking shit that life... He doesn't curse, but this is the way I'm translating what, what he said in summary. He's like, you know, you've always pushed through everything that life has has um, 
has thrown your way and you've always kept a level heart and you can reflect you are good on reflecting and you sit through that shit and you notice that certain things happen in your life for a reason and it's like we come from different religious backgrounds but that doesn't mean anything at the end of the day because we both recognize what healing is we both recognize what what it takes to to introspect to go within to reflect on situations people uh, uh anything that we come across and knowing that i have that support in 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 gears down the line and it's like it's it's a freeing and liberating thing to know that i am loved in that way that people check up on me in ways that matter most to me like i don't need to see you to know that you give a fuck about me and vice versa because we have an understanding that we're adults and life we have different paths in life but just a simple text like that that means the world to me and vice versa so you know just the words of encouragement that comes from the friends that matter the most to me because i know they have good intentions for me they want the best for me and as I do for them, but it's just the people, uh, people showing up for you in ways that mean the most to you that actually matter. And, and I have so many friends who just even randomly send me fucking memes all day, like send me memes or videos, or if they know, everybody knows I love Adele, like aside from my daughter, the singer, um, and I have this one friend, he, he's always sending me like things with, with Adele. And it's like little things like that. It's like, damn, people, like, these are people that I, that I shared little tiny moments with that have impacted us or both of us in a way that we have that connection. We know it's love. We know it's a breath of fresh air to hear from each other. Like, I'm grateful that I have friends that they don't think of me of like, oh my gosh, she always got some shit going on, Right. Even though we all got shit going on, but that's not how they remember me. They don't remember me as an angry person. They don't remember, they remember me as someone always trying to make other people laugh. They remember me as the blunt one. Like, I'm, I'm fucking honest. I'm going to say what the fuck I, I, I feel. And yeah, when I was younger, I used to be a little bit more offensive with the shit that would come out of my mouth because I didn't give a fuck. What I, what I needed to say was going to be said right then and there. But then as I become more mindful of shit, I noticed to curve my tongue a little bit and to not say shit that might trigger somebody because I'm, I'm mindful and I, I think about what other people feel, what other people think and things of that nature. So... <clears throat> I just wanted to check in today. I wanted to speak my truth. I wanted to make this, uh, if it's not, uh, it probably will not be a a daily thing because life and adulthood, hello, but I am going to consistently try to make it, or I'm going to make this a weekly thing at the very least, because this is something that's therapeutic for me. This is something that's healing for me. And this is something that I find, (laughs) I find it still helps other people. And I get so many messages from other people like, Yanni, thank you for being you. Thank you for saying what you said because I needed to hear that. Thank you for reminding me that I'm human. Thank you for validating my emotions. Thank you for just, thank you. Like living in gratitude is what I'm 
doing. No matter what is going on in my life, censoring myself, coming back to myself, like who I am energetically, who I am, what I, what path I'm on, the reminders of people around me and the situations around, around me have caused me to realize my spiritual growth, my mental growth, my emotional growth, my physical growth, and reminding me that I'm human, that my my emotions matter. My it's not the end of me just because something ended in my life is not the end of me and life keeps going. And what did I need to learn about that connection? What did I need to learn about this situation? What did I need to learn about that opportunity that didn't turn out to be exactly what I wanted it to be or things of that nature? Because everything is connected. Everything has a point, a purpose, season, a reason, everything, everyone. And detachment is, 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 is imperative in your healing journey because you have to detach your thoughts and beliefs and control to every outcome. You have to release and let go of things that do not align with you, do not serve you and your highest good and aren't feeding into your mental growth and your healing. Now, I'm going to end this podcast with that. And I will probably be on, um, I would like to actually start a series where I read, I'm, I'm reading and reading is one of my favorite, favorite things to do because not only am I learning, but I'm feeding my brain. And these are things that actually bring me joy and happiness. So Enjoy this beautiful day. Enjoy the the rest of your weekend. Or if you're not listening to me on a weekend, enjoy whatever is to come once you stop listening to this. Allow yourself to be human. Allow yourself to feel your emotions. You are enough. You are valid. You are loved. Okay? Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to others. Practice mindfulness. Remain grateful. Practice gratitude. Practice your affirmations. And know that you are meant for greatness. Peace, love, light, and healing.